0: Side A for this week is the calendar act in America today. The way we look at life with a what if applied to every decision, not taken. What if you had taken that trip, said yes or no to that job, or not turned right down that road that one day? I'm not sure we're prepared for a loss of 11 days in September any more than people in 1752 were prepared for a loss of 11 days in September. We're probably more anxious and self-possessed today than ever before. And especially if that continuum is disrupted by an uneven, non-weekly bump of 11 days, it can feel like we're losing opportunities or experiences. We're desperate to see our life as something we can control and a pathway to success that we can forge. It goes without saying, of course, I don't know a year like this one, has challenged those specific perceptions of time a lot of people probably feel like a lot of missed opportunities have happened this year so to describe this show topic of the calendar act let's uh, bend reality a little and include the calendar act of 1750 to our current year it's the calendar act of 2020. a lot of people were already talking about calendar preparedness near the end of 2019. China makes many of our clocks, and they indicated a time disruption of a few months might occur, or worse, an entire year. The World Clock Organization stepped up to say the same thing. Some steps could have been taken to better prepare for this. Maybe a move to hand-windable clocks, or even sundials. America could get through this easily if it just adjusted its clock trajectory. Clocks don't need to constantly make money, and they could have opted to shut down some of those clocks to focus on other clocks. A lot of the world is hours ahead of us every day, so we could just sit back and watch others take the lead on fixing the clock issue. But when the calendar disruption finally did hit America, it was immediately dismissed as nothing to worry about. Time would march on, because in America, time stops for nothing. Specifically, Americans were told to rev their clocks up. America had no clock problem. In fact, the new American calendar was already a huge success. A big old ribbon ceremony for the giant, time made great again, and another one declaring mission accomplished covered the front lawn of the White House. An evening collection of senators passed the calendar act in a closed session. A series of checks will be sent to millions of Americans to cover the cost of a month's worth of clocks and calendars. This will pretty much solve it. Time scientists are mocked for their efforts to explain how best to adjust to the new days. In a series of video ads, the president bounces his 38 year old daughter on his knee and tells the cameras, you're gonna love our new dates. Just wait. A lot of people are talking about them. They're really something. It will be a few months before the Calendar Act is law, and the president brags to everyone, you don't need to read it. You don't need to read the law. All the same while, there's a coronavirus thing happening and it's not clear if people are dying because of the loss of time or the loss of life. People try and ask about COVID, and they're told, calendar, as a reply. This is the new press conference. An aerosol spray can of COVID-19 is displayed and threatened to be sprayed on the face of anyone if you ask anything that isn't about calendar. The few reporters who insisted on asking about COVID have died. And then we go into calendar blackout, pitch black from the White House. There had been daily calendar briefings when this started, but now nothing. People are concerned that some sort of testing should be done on calendar formats, possibly. Will computers need new software to handle the new calendar? What about accounting? The president just shows up to his rallies and sprays COVID aerosol into the air and screams, Oh, they'll see what I mean about the calendar. Just watch. They'll see. They're asking an awful lot about the calendar, but they'll see what I mean. An entire stadium would scream clock you're up clock you're up describing the impending death of the current world calendar clock you're up and the president would holler days like you you've never seen before maybe even a new month the entire conversation about covid is now about calendar You'd like to learn more about this impending new date format, but the only footage you see of the president is him holding up a closed leather booklet to the camera and screaming calendar over and over. Calendar. It's all in there, he'd say, pointing at the booklet. His words are drowned out by a helicopter every time he talks. Some people are losing time, literally... Their clocks are breaking, and cities are having difficulty finding all the gear needed to run clocks and dials and necessary timekeeping equipment. COVID is still happening at the same time as this, but it's gotten even less noticed by the government. And now we're entering hurricane season, but none of this matters. They have this new calendar act to focus on and yell loudly about. So that's one possible reality timeline. I'm sure even without the calendar act or COVID aerosol spray being used for crowd management, things will only get weirder for us in the next few months. So here's my guess on the future of TV. In a month or two, the daughter channel will be launched where it shows only looped footage of the president's daughter blinking and smiling. Eventually all other TV and streaming will get darker and quieter, so by August, all you'll see is silence and black screens for every piece of media, except the Dotter Channel. Even websites will go black. This will be subtle, like a percentage of darkness and a tenth of a decibel, lower in volume every time you turn on your screens. But by the time it's all silent, you'll be hooked to the Dotter Channel. How can you not? She's really something, isn't she? I'm quoting the president there with the something line. When you watch the daughter channel, all you hear is the president saying, She's really something. She's really something, isn't she? She's really something. Over and over. The daughter will be shown bouncing up and down, and occasionally she'll look into the camera and say, A vote for he is a vote for me. If you accidentally connect eyes with the daughter, you hear a confirmation beep from your television or your laptop or your tablet or your phone wherever you're watching the daughter channel and it will thank you for your vote for four more years a receipt prints out of your forehead you tear it off and read it thank you for your vote and that's how the election goes so it's been a year Calendar Act has yet to happen, and let's jump to September. Most of America has already died of COVID, and you are getting pretty tired of the Daughter Channel, but it's the only thing there for you to watch. You've already lost your vote, and America is falling back into the Middle Ages, literally. Then an order comes over the TV set. It's from Trump. A big explosion of words says Calendar, very loudly. It's here, he says. He's just declared a law that will remove the next 11 days. Effective immediately. He says calendar loudly again. Specifically, Wednesday, September 2nd will now be followed by Sunday, September 14th. There will be no September 3rd through September 13th, Trump tells us. Any commemoration you might have had for those days will have to wait until the next year. We're going straight from September 2nd to September 14th. And minus the daughter channel, that's what happened when the Calendar Act hit American colonies in 1752.